Welcome back to another edition of the Return the Picks podcast, where once again we're not gambling on the NFL this week. Yep, for the second time, we aren't getting into any sort of bets because there are no bets to be made, but you can bet that we're covering the offseason this year. Free agency is upon us, and two quarterbacks are still trying to force a trade out of their respective franchises in Houston and Seattle. One big defensive lineman, that's a big defensive lineman in J.J. Watt, has already landed in his new stomping ground in Arizona for a hefty price tag and a big, big heartbreak for Jazz Gillum. There is the rise and fall of the Jazz coin on this podcast today, as just before we got recording, Big Ben Roethlisberger had officially revalued his contract, taken five million off it, and resorted out his deal with the Steelers. What does that mean for them? And what does Jazz think about it and the future of the Steelers? We get into all of that at the end of the podcast with myself, Ollie Wilson, and Dave Bluck. Let's dive right into it. It's coming. Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore down on the right sideline. Into the end zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way. So, should we start with the results for Dave's favorite game of all time? Dave, jingle please. Better or worse. Yep, I liked it. So, first one. The first one we had was Derek Carr. Now, the over or under, or the better of the year before, was 4,054 yards. Now, me and Ollie, we took the under. Dave took the over, and he got 4,103 yards. (laughs) So Dave wins that one. Just about though. That was it's tight. Was a good, That's uh, really tight. That's like a perfect Vegas. Going like, to say that shows you did very well yeah, with yeah, your yeah, better okay. or worse where to put the marker. Uh, that bodes yes. well for the rest of these then that they could all be as tense. I'm guessing Jazz is starting off with the best first though. <laughs> no, no. This is this is just this is purely in chronological order of when we spoke okay. about them. Um, okay. So there's nothing else to it. The in fairness with Dave saying about the marker of what he gave it, it was just the year before. So there's really no credit due there. He just looked. At oh the yeah, that's the, true. The year yeah, screw you, Dave. But whatever. Uh, next one we had was Sam Darnold. We had uh, three thousand twenty-four yards, nineteen touchdowns, thirteen interceptions. Now, unfortunately for Dave on this one, he said Sam Darnold would do better. He didn't. Jazz and both said worse, so we both win. He actually mm-hmm. got two thousand two hundred eight yards, nine oh, TDs to eleven interceptions. <laughs> That's rough, rough out there. Yeah, that's what you get for playing under Adam Gase. And it, but he did run in that 60-yard touchdown, so fair play to him on that one. <laughs> okay. Jared that's exactly Goff what I was thinking. 22 yeah. touchdowns. <laughs> so Jared Goff had 22 touchdowns. Ollie says worse. Jazz and Dave both say better. Ollie I don't wins know what this is. Because oh it's 20 goodness. touchdowns. Oh, so geez, again, very close. close. Didn't help Just that he kind of yeah, crapped himself at the, the end of the year, didn't the he? The bed pooper. <laughs> yeah. Adrian Peterson, 898 okay. yards, five touchdowns. Dave went under on this. Me and Ollie went over. It's under, isn't it? Wins with 604. Sorry, that was, that was Jared Goff. <laughs> yards, but seven touchdowns. Oh, right. 
<laughs> what is that from? That's, that drop. That's the Asian. Is that from your mum's house? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love your mum's house play, so much that I picked that up, even that though again? Jazz was still talking. I missed that completely. Ah, There's this ah, weird delay on ah, 40 on it slightly, but. So yeah, right. that was Jared Cox's right. season for you. Season, especially the end of it as well, getting benched for uh, John <laughs> Wolford. Was that Wolfston? the first thing you recorded <laughs> when you got the? <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So yeah, so uh, me and Ollie won that. Uh, well, sorry, lost that one for AP with uh, six hundred and four yards. Dave, but Dave won that one. Uh-huh. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I got that one. Yeah. This was a bad move by me. He had 26 touchdowns in 2019. Uh-huh. I said he'd get less than that, thinking Matt LaFleur was going to try and prove Ooh. a point. They got 46 or something. He 48. Uh, wow. And both of you said that, so you <laughs> yes. win that one. Now, Nick Chubb. This is where it started to get a little bit technical with these things. Instead of just having it being better or worse or over under the whole stat line, we start saying yards and touchdowns is over and under that one. So Nick Chubb. Reading NFL rules is, is it's like reading the Bible. It's like, what are they talking about? <laughs> Very fitting in this one. Uh, so yeah, 14, 94 yards and eight touchdowns. Ollie and Dave both said more touchdowns, less yards. I yes. said less on both. We... He got 10, 67 yards. So everyone okay. got right mm-hmm. on the less yards. Yeah. And he got 12 touchdowns. Yes. So Ollie and Dave Oh, we did on well on that. Well. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. TJ Watt, 14 and a half sacks. Ollie said worse, and he got we 15. We both said better. We did. Oh, I'm, and he only I'm doing just well here. Got it. Only just got it. Now, Larry right. Fitzgerald. Oh, and rough for Larry. Where are we? I think there's one there's one coming up where I couldn't really tell what we said, but this is Larry Fitzgerald one. Seventy five receptions, eight hundred and four yards, and four touchdowns. Me and Dave both said less. Ollie said less yards, more touchdowns. It's it's less, isn't it? On it's everything. massively less. It's fifty four receptions, four hundred and nine yards and one touchdown. So Ollie Larry. wins one and loses one on that one. So it's two points nah, to it's go just on that a one there. Loss. You gotta get it right, otherwise you don't get it. <laughs> No, no, you, I gave you a, I gave you a point for each one. So if there was, if you did lesser under that, I gave you one each. So there was quite a few points at stake here. Now Kenny Golladay, eleven ninety yards, eleven touchdown. Dave says more yards, less touchdowns. I said worse on both. Ollie says worse yardage and same touchdowns. He only got three hundred and thirty-eight yards and two touchdowns. Mm, injury killed that one. Yeah, it killed my fantasy team to go with it. So thanks for that. Is that a little bit of a push scenario? It feels like no. I, all right. No, it's just the game. So That's... did he get better or worse? No. Uh, so I win that one on two points. And feels like I should get my money back for that. I mean, I feel I should get my fancy input back again from the whole of last year, but whatever. So, yeah, so you both win one each on that one. Jazz gets one, we get nothing. Alan Robinson. I mean, you can go back and recount them if you like. You can start the recount. Be a trumpist. Fine. (laughs) Feel feel free. Um, Alan Robinson. We've got 98 receptions, uh, sorry, 1147 yards and seven touchdowns. Dave says worse. I said worse. Ollie said worse. Yeah, he went better. We were all wrong because he got 102 
12, 50, and 6. Damn. Now, Dave's favorite player, Mike Evans. We had 11, 57 yards and 8 touchdowns. I said worse. Ollie said more touchdowns, but didn't really comment on yards. Didn't really give I, me an answer on that one on the recording. I had to go back and oh, really? to it four I was or five coy. times. N- yeah, nothing. Sneaky. You just, you just said, oh, more touchdowns, and then just kind of carried on talking about something else. Uh, and Dave also didn't really give an answer either way here either. So I had to just assume he didn't want to get involved. Just didn't want to get involved in that one. Yeah. Maybe I was tired by then after like getting so many right. Um, not sure about that. Um, I did, did and well, then it, so. so in that one, Ollie wins the correct for more touchdowns. No one else won anything on that. Um, okay. But if you want to call that zero, Ollie, no, please we'll call that a win because I probably would have said um, worse yards. That's probably why I didn't say yes to yards. Because so. he got a thousand. Yeah, so you got a thousand six yards and thirteen touchdowns. I probably thought that he was going to do better. Yeah, but you were probably tired out because, from all the jingles. You know, Evans, jingles are so. hard, man. Jingles are hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. Strain those vocal cords, man. And yeah. last one we had was Matt Ryan with twenty six touchdowns. Oh yeah. Uh, me and Dave both went for more. Ollie you did get more, but didn't I didn't really how much say more. anything. And it was a draw because it was 26 touchdowns. Oh, wow. I thought he got in the 30s. Okay. To my reckoning, if Ollie wants to recount them for what I did, but I gave everyone a point. If you got touchdowns but Mm -hmm. less yards or whatever, Uh, I'd pull that point. So I had uh, it. So much like we finished in the betting, I think, roughly at some points, we had it. So it was the top is Dave with nine points. Ollie came second with eight points, and I finished propping up the table again by my unofficial scoring it goes me and dave both on five and jazz on three so Hmm. you got a lot of half so either way you lose uh, and i'm okay sharing the podium with ollie as long as jazz is the worst so that's cool jazz coin just plummeted (laughs) i'm glad you went back and listened to that that was uh it's quite fun actually that was a good segment. That was in the pub as well. That was uh... yeah. There's lots of talk about oh, these people looking at us really weird. And then there's a guy that came over and took our order. There's that bit in it too, which is fun to that listen was, to. That uh, was yeah. That was my favorite. That was my favorite podcast. Well, because we could see each other in the flesh and talk, and there was almost like real human interactions yeah. going on. God, I know. I can't wait yeah, to do another microphones one of those. And headphones. Yeah, we need to do another. We need to do another pub one when all this uh, nonsense is over. It'd be fun to do one if we can come to your house at any point, Dave, to the, uh, the pub up the road from you. We get some yeah. real weird looks doing it there. Any pub. Any pub will do. But they had Guinness. Do some Guinness challenges. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Should we talk some news? Yeah. That's, that, that's, yeah. that's all, I, that's all I got agency. with that, by the way. That's done, finished. Um, okay, did anybody see the tweet from Jane Slater today that was she spoke to a GM source or something like that and they apparently said to her in the next week of free agency it's going to be really wild There's yeah massacre, massacre coming. coming that was it yeah that's Did you see that's the weird like that that's, there's a lot of names already that are kind of flying around the place if you're a tight end it's a bad day for them because jared cook and josh hill have been cut yep i mean jared cook wasn't they weren't doing anything in the saints anyway so are they a loss kyle rudolph Not as well really. though Carl Rudolph has had some big moments for them, yeah, and he's, he's not a bad too. tight end. Not f- not for a while, it feels. Irv Smith Jr. outplayed the crap out of him last year. He's overpaid. He want to get more money. No Who thanks. else is there? Uh, Jono Smith. Uh, who's the other tight end? Who's out? There's quite a few tight ends, isn't there? And we talk about Zach Ertz. is out there. 
yep. there could be a lot going on. Well, it's just I think the trouble you have with the salary cap being unknown and obviously not going to ex- expand to the level everyone expected it to usually do so. So all the deals you assigned two or three years ago with larger money this year, expecting there to be more room, there just won't be the room. So you have to decide, okay, well, you had a not great year. See ya. Or it'll be like what uh, British Gas is doing right now, trying to fire all their employees to rehire mm. them on a cheaper contract. Nice British Gas ref. Uh, yeah, I've bringing in that utility it. knowledge. I like it. You've been reading the Financial Times again, haven't you? Uh, I got some insider trading. No, knowledge Someone you know works for British Gas, and they're getting their ass fired. <laughs> Stop recording. <laughs> yep. Stop recording. Well, just have Chaz to have, is going to get arrested. There's people. Uh, there's people who work for British Gas that told me the, the issue and just sounds a bit like some teams will try that. They'll release them, cut them, hope they clear waivers and say, come on, we know we want you back, just we'll pay you 10 million less. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll backload it to the end of your contract. How about that? that? Seems not great. Yeah. That's what I think will happen. No, it's, it's terrible, but at the same time, the, the teams have to make money and have to make sure they're financially staying under the salary cap as much as they can. Jazz, when are we going to talk about your dream being over of JJ Watt playing for Pittsburgh. I mean, it seems like you're going to start talking about it now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems it like seems the appropriate like that's moment. That's what we're doing next. Yeah. I think I summed it up best by the, uh, <laughs> the WhatsApp group we have when I just sent the <laughs> yeah, where I sent the uh, the broken heart emoji. I think that was pretty much how it felt yeah. and summed it up. And when I saw the numbers he went for to the Cardinals. There was no way we would ever be able to pay him that without cutting all kinds of people. Twenty-three so. million. No, and I heard that he might have had he might have had more uh, offered from the Colts yep. and the Browns. Yeah. Um, so that gives you an idea. And I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of. I guess it's about right. It's a two-year contract, isn't it? Yep. It's probably about right for somebody who's still probably got two years left in the tank. And also injuries have ravaged this some seasons, so a two-year contract is a bit more safe security for the team. So if there's a really bad injury, they're not paying him for four or five. Do you not find it weird though that like there was the story of he wants to go and play with his brother? There's the idea that he wants to go and get a ring, and that's his priority. And then he goes to an Arizona team where he gets paid a load of money, but you don't. I don't feel like Arizona's window is like wide open because of him being there. Nor do I think Arizona's window was wide open before that either. I no, I don't think they've got a window at all. They're just like a team that's and considering so then when opening you hit, when a you see that, you think no, it's not like <laughs> like is it hot outside? Is it cold? Yeah, I'm not sure. Thi- they're thinking about it. They're like they're near the window. They're like standing near the window and they're thinking about opening it. It's not like you don't know if it. They don't know if it opens yet. It might be glued shut. They yeah. No. It might be paint. You know, you paint the window shut then, sometimes yeah. by accident. Yeah. You know, or like it's one of those old like outbuildings and the hinge is all like rusty and stuff. Can tell you, and you, tell you work go, with properties. Can't it's like that. <laughs> but uh, like, yeah. so you think you think of it in that way, but then there's the he's been offered the idea of he's been offered more money by other franchises. So it's not necessarily about money. And you would have thought that if he was being offered more money by the Browns and they are quite clearly on the cusp of being a a special side in the NFL, like, 
Well, they're at least the playoff yeah. side and the Colts as well. I mean, the, the Cardinals kind of crumbled down the stretch and didn't make the playoffs, and they're in the hardest division. But the argument was that teams, so. the argument with that was that the defense crumbled, and when they lost Chandler Jones, they lost their entire pass rush. Well, that's the thing. Pairing with the Chandler Jones thing, Chandler Jones is like a kind of borderline. He's like a kind of bubble Hall of Fame player. He's had a great career. He's he's a quality guy who seems to deliver every year. Got injured last year, obviously, but he's thirty one. Uh-huh. Like, do you really want your two edge rushers to be like plus thirty one yeah. and thirty? How old is he? Thirty three? Like, I don't know. And with injury concerns in the last couple of years, I it doesn't seem like it's going to all work out as roses, does it? You never know. I don't know why he said that he went to the Cardinals because Kyler Murray was there. That felt a little bit silly because not saying Kyler Murray is a bad player, I just don't think he's shown anywhere near enough. And of course, Ollie right now is saying he's not terrible. He's, terrible he's just not a good quarterback. That's, That's why he's smiling. Surely, uh, if you, you were <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. You were kind of, you know, within the microcosm of a season, you were proved right last year because you were saying that at the beginning when everybody when was, was saying he's got a hot thing going. To, yeah, you know, light games up. Yeah, and you you called it early, and to be fair to you, you know that's what we saw down the stretch. He really didn't deliver anything. Like some of those last games when they were fighting for their kind of playoff spot, and they they kind of like there was a point in like week like twelve where it's like, oh, they're probably going to do this, and yeah. then they really just fizzled out and didn't deliver. And his stats were real bad. They weren't yeah, great the last month. No, and they had the um, the backup QB in for the was it the last game of the season. And and Kyler Murray yeah. came on for the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. Like, well, if you could have played the last six minutes, play the second half, and mm. give your team a shot or a chance if you're good enough. Yeah, that was a weird wrinkle. Very so, strange. So yeah, Ollie Ollie was proved right on uh, on that one. Oh, and I don't yeah, it, it feels like under underwhelming, doesn't it? The move to yeah. Arizona. I don't really I don't really get it. Um, I don't really get it from like I don't really get it from the team's angle too much either. Like because it's not like their last piece to kind of push them over the top or like like to pair like Miles Garrett and like JJ Watt in you know for the Browns kind of would make sense as like a balance but I don't know they actually feel like a team where the offensive starter sets the skill positions are the places that they actually probably need to look in quite a bit they could probably do with a better running back than Kenyon Drake although he's done okay I know he's injured. Oh, Chase Edmonds looks better than yeah, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, in the but first Drake place. had the quality back end to the previous season and was fairly solid when he came in. I mean, I think those two work quite nicely as a tandem, but neither one is somebody that's going to light up the league. Um, They're not workhorses. You know, you've no. Yeah, and I don't think Kenyon Drake's I'm, back I'm there not, next year either. Aside from DeAndre Hopkins, which is obviously an exceptional receiver, the rest of that receiving core. Mm. Look, Larry Fitzgerald is there as basically the Walter Payton man of the year man of that franchise everybody loves Larry it's it's hard to yeah. not but is he he's we've already just discussed he's not putting up any sort of numbers at all that are successful in pushing a team over the edge Chris Kirk he's fast but yeah he really disappointed me last year I had really high hopes for Hopkins being there and potentially being double teamed on most plays. I thought, well, Christian Kirk has got the speed and I thought the route running to be able to create a little bit of separation, especially Larry running in the slot. I thought 
that's a guy who should get lots of yards. But either the, the scheming wasn't good enough, the quarterback play wasn't good enough, or he just wasn't able to kind of do what I thought he would do. So it's tough. I agree with you completely, though. The skill position players, especially the receivers, you could argue really an upgrade. But they could do yeah. that for the draft yeah, as well. But it's, it's just a thought of you're spending a load of money on J.J. Watt in a position that wasn't necessarily essential to put another stud player there. And I don't really know what you're getting from it. There was a lot of talk about how this is therefore going to be the end. I think it was Patrick Peterson was saying it's probably going to be moved on now. So now you're losing mm. a, a great player yeah. from your secondary to sacrifice be- because of what coming in. So wouldn't you rather have... I mean, I mean, the Eagles showed that you can have great success with a great line as long as you've got the depth and rotation in there and maybe what adds to that and therefore they don't have to worry about the secondary as much and don't have to be paying people as much as Patrick Peterson would be making in Arizona. So maybe that's their thought process behind it of win the battle in the trenches on defense and ensure that you're winning that all the time. But aside from that, I don't really understand why Arizona was chosen by what and why why they chose to go and get what and make such a big splash. The trouble is, though, we don't know which other teams are actually really in the running for it. It really seems like, from everything that I've heard, that the Browns and the Colts both made offers. So the Colts, Um, if you listen to the McAfee show, he spoke to Chris Ballard and he said, never happened. Okay. So that's the trouble. We don't know what's real and what's not. Because if I'm trying to sell you a sofa, I'm going to tell you Ollie really wants a sofa, Dave. He really wants the sofa... But I'll give it to you for a great price, and then you're going to want the. But that sofa. was after. But that was after he signed for Arizona, right? So would why would Ballard lie once it, the deal's done, kind of thing? Yes, my point. So I'm saying that he came out where it's probably told the truth because there's no reason why he would lie. But it's the same yeah, thing yeah. as like the Eagles. So my issue, my thing is, it's, it's journalists and agents and it's stuff. It's the same as the Eagles starting interest. that whole. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. going to go to Chicago tonight. The Bears have made a big offer for Wentz, and, like, yeah. and the Bears are like, no, we <laughs> yeah, didn't. Yeah. yeah. Not happening. So. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But I I would have thought there were teams in better positions to win than Arizona would have gone for him. And 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 if Well maybe yeah. or maybe there wasn't well, I mean maybe they weren't willing to pay him as much. And in which case it just shows it's all about the money rather than anything else. Which is a bit of a shame because you kind of thought what would be leaving the Texans because it's not about the money, because it's about winning a ring now, because that's what he needs to do to cement that legacy in, in like you know, NFL history be one of the greatest pass rushers of, and best defensive linemen of all time and have a ring I no but it, it, may, it makes it stand above the rest the ring yeah, yeah okay. the ring and stands above the everything ring, I mean, yeah. look we've had There's this discussion cherry, cherry, all the time yeah. with Mike guess, Evans and um, Julio Jones and we joked that you know Evans getting the ring means that like that but that is that is a <laughs> statement like have you got a ring or not and I'm not doing that to wind you up Dave but in the yeah, same way the, yeah, yeah. the best yeah. players the best it's players that don't have a ring don't have a ring but the best players that have a ring like it's that exclamation point on the career yeah but i mean jj still getting into the hall of fame no matter what anyway if you get if you're a three-time defensive player of the year you're not being kept out much like with aaron he Donald. could have he could have retired he could have retired three years ago but, and he would have been in the but hall the point is, yeah, is still so. that he may end up now if he ends up in arizona and you don't know what happens in the next two years or whatever he's gone and made a money choice rather than getting a getting a ring choice yeah I guess However, it's hard. I guess it's hard to turn down that last huge paycheck that you're going to get, isn't it? Yeah, but also when it comes down to it, you're like, 
do I take 20 million or do I take 30 million or whatever, mm. you know, combination. It's like... But Kyler Murray isn't his rookie deal. So rookie deal QBs allow the team to spend more around them, which you could argue they haven't really done the best job of in general. But it means that the window to win with him is still probably this year and next year, which is just two years before he'd have to sign a massive extension and then there'd be no But the other thing is this school of thought of quarterbacks are going to become as interchangeable as running backs over the next few years because people are getting decidedly tired of playing, paying a lot of money for a quarterback that doesn't necessarily fit a system or anything Mm -hmm. like that. So keep QBs on their rookie deals for as long as possible. And then when when they prove it for five years that they can do it rather than two and a half, then you maybe give them a a better deal with the franchise. Otherwise, there's plenty of talent coming through because the QB talent coming out of college is impressive year on year on year at this point. So, yeah, maybe maybe they're thinking of it in that way, but we're still in an NFL where the quarterback position, the most successful players at the quarterback position are the ones that can throw accurately, successfully, consistently, and we're still in a point in the NFL where your key player is your quarterback and you build the offense around your quarterback and franchises consider like having their quarterback is the most essential thing to have on your offense. Yeah. Yeah, it's the cornerstone of your offense. It's the cornerstone of your offense. If you're missing that, it doesn't matter if you've got nice shiny windows or other stuff, but well, let's not go back to housing stuff. It doesn't matter if yeah, you have nice talk about windows again. Nice fast receivers or powerful running backs and an offensive line that will keep you protected for hours and days if you can't throw the ball to the right person in the right place yeah it doesn't matter what you do then because you can have all the time in the world but if you make the wrong choice it's still going to be a pick six does any of any of this that simple i suppose it doesn't really affect the watson situation at all you know he's it's another piece of the puzzle in houston gone albeit one it was kind of odd how JJ said, oh, I'm thinking about leaving. Then kind of a week later, it was, I'm going to leave. And then four weeks later, he's gone. Whereas Watson, in all of that time, has just consistently had the, nah, you ain't going anywhere. Like, you're staying, despite all the rumours. Slightly different, though. Because Watt's older, he's had lots of time there. And if they'd kept him, the cost to their salary cap was so big for a player that they may have wanted to get rid of anyway. So even if he hadn't have wanted to leave, he may have been one of these massacre cuts mm. that's coming. He's not a guy that you have to keep in the building either. Like, you know, he's a he's a good addition, I think, but there's lots of risk attached, and he, you know, he's got injured. He he had two years with the Texans not that long ago, where he he played five games, I think, in yeah, two the years. back injury yeah. wasn't so, it, I think. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, um, as well with Watson, he is the franchise quarterback. He is the player for that team. Yeah, and he's, he's their best player by a mile and a player like him doesn't come around very often so if I was the Texans I'd also be saying you're not going anywhere however considering how much money Deshaun's already got if he's been smart with it if he's been listening to Brandon Copeland's advice there's no reason why he should be worried about having a 20 million dollar fine coming up this year or year after be like, yeah fine I'll sit at home no trouble who's the bigger dick out of the two quarterbacks that are talking about forcing their way out Sussel Wilson in Seattle or Watson Houston I think Russell by a long way I think I agree with you on that because 
Deshaun Watson hasn't said hasn't said, "Oh, my line's not protecting me, or I haven't got weapons, or I don't like the offense." He's like, "I just want to have a say in the coach you bring in, and just talk yeah. to me about it because I just want to be able to have all be on the same page because I'm being paid like the star player that I am, and I want to make sure that whoever you bring in shares the philosophy which is ridiculous that anyway. That and yes to a point it is but at the same time if you're paying someone 145 million dollars over five years or four years or whatever it is it's four years you have to yeah, make but sure I'm, you're yeah i'm looking you. after you by giving you 145 well, i think million it was four years. that's how i'm looking after you yeah I know, yeah but, it's... but but the but i think the the point that unless i've misunderstood it the point is that they said that he would have an input yeah. and yeah. then they didn't they did. give him an input so that's the problem rather like it's a lack of trust yeah. in the organization and how they had and they obviously mishandled that even either it was a misunderstanding and then that's on them for not communicating well enough with their star quarterback or they just flat out just lied to him or changed their mind after yeah. the facts so yeah. you know they've just completely bungled it and now i don't know what i don't know what's going to happen it's like it's a pretty uh, crazy situation and i don't the thing i wonder is like his his trade value, like I look at like like him and Russell Wilson, like you you look at it and you're kind of like, oh, like you'd pay anything for them. But there's not that many like teams that like I think are gonna like go nuts to like. Yeah. I could think of like the Raiders maybe could do something crazy and like give up like three first round picks or something. But I can't see that many gaps in the NFL with teams and organizations where I think like oh they'll do something like nuts, like three, four first-round picks. I'd do it so in a heartbeat. And that's why know, you're but, not in charge of a team. But think about what organisation would actually do it, you know? No, but like, I'd do it in a heartbeat for the Steelers because the Steelers routinely pick after to pick 20, usually. And the players you get there, not they're not very good, but they're just... Yeah, the players... Jazz, but we're talking about, like, shit, but the Steelers won't do that. No, you I know no, they, they won't, won't do, do that. that. They've already just signed Big Ben. So, like, there's yeah, another, that's, like, that's, uh, like, potential that's, yeah, like, what, team now that's now off the board. No, I know. I just, I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm just saying I, I know. Would. We're just, talking I'm realistic. Just, do you see debate. what I mean? There's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it really comes down to, yeah, it comes down to a couple of teams and both of those. It's actually really bad timing for Russell Wilson to do it this season at the same time that Watson is about. Chat, because yeah. if you're going to take one of those two, I think most people are going to take mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson. I'd agree. Um, because he's the younger guy, and I don't know, maybe his upside maybe. is there's, a little. There's bit seven more. teams that um, I think definitely so, need to go big looking for a quarterback. The Jets, the Panthers, the Dolphins, the yeah. Niners, the Broncos, the Bears, and Washington. And the Jaguars? Yeah, the Jags do need to as well, I suppose, yeah. But they're but they're gonna they're yeah, gonna yeah. select. No, no, so with, so with eight do. So we'll, in theory, we'll go with eight. I forgot the about the Jags, for, yeah. So with theory, you've got yeah. eight teams there. Yeah. I don't know if you're Russell Wilson why you would want to go anywhere else except maybe San Francisco or the Dolphins because of the Dolphins defense those are the only two teams yeah, on there that I would think rise, are worth thing, yeah. going to unless you really believe that Chase Young is going to turn the Washington football team's defense around as well <laughs> yeah that's the thing it's such a good point Ollie because like he's complaining about offensive yeah, line where do you want to go any you want to get some protection you go to it's going to be a disaster. Well, it's like, does, yeah. uh, obviously, <laughs> like, this, go is, to the this Jets, is on Watson like, rather than uh, Wilson. Although Wilson may have said it as well, I think. that you know The Jets was one of his three favoured teams to be traded to. Now, that's nothing but marketability and wanting to yeah. live in like somewhere like New York to me. 
I don't know why else you'd want to go to the Jets because that's still yeah. a terrible franchise at the moment with very little to offer for a quarterback. Like with bad players, I yeah. think I think Deshaun Watson wanted to play right. for Robert Sala. Like, that's the thing; he really wanted Robert Sala yeah. as the new head coach. So he's like, okay, well you're not going to give me him. I'll just go play from over there. But like, why? Yeah, if you're so tired much, of losing I mean, in I Houston, I couldn't tell do, you. Oh no. How much does he know about Robert Sala, really? Yeah, like, I know. We don't know. He's an unproven commodity in terms of having the head coaching job. And of course, I remember you saying before, Ollie, that there was there was mumblings about uh, mumblings, rumblings in the background about is Robert Sala just a very good coach with the talent yeah. he has? And if you took away all the, the Dan talent Quinn he of has, the Forty Niners, would he be as good? Yeah, Dan, Dan, Dan Quinn, Quinn exactly. Adam Gase, take Peyton Manning away from him. Turns out yeah. he's not so, very good. Uh, why you'd make a yeah. So back, back, just back to that quickly. The thing with Deshaun Watson versus Russell Wilson, sorry, is that Russell Wilson called out his own teammates and the coach and everyone. Whereas Deshaun Watson's just saying, I just wanted to have a say. I really hate Jack Easterby. I think it's not good for the organization. I want to get out of here because I don't... The reason why it, makes, you're doing. why it makes Slightly sense for different. me is Deshaun yeah. Watson has been in Houston for his whole time. And never really had success. Yeah. Been to the playoffs once with them. Tomato oh, twice, sorry. But twice, ha- has never been on a team that's... Yeah. yeah. We had that game where they went up by 24 points against Chiefs. the uh, yeah. Chiefs. But he's never looked yeah. like yeah. he's been on a team that was good enough to make an actual run at a Super Bowl. They've looked good enough to make the playoffs. And obviously, mm-hmm. they took that lead against the Chiefs. But the Chiefs came back and blew them out in the... In so, a whack division. I can as well. understand why you'd be frustrated yeah. as Deshaun Watson because you've seen your best two years get completely torn apart in the last 12 months. And before that, you've had to work really hard to get those best two years coming in, learning the system in an in a okay to good side rather than a great side. Russell Wilson went mm-hmm. into Seattle yeah. and kind of had success pretty much from the word go. They took a big risk on taking him because he was mm-hmm. massively undervalued in the draft because of his size and everything. But Pete Carroll worked out a way to use him to the very best of his abilities. Like when we've seen Russell Wilson play at his best in Seattle, that you could argue there is has been no better quarterback in the league or no da- more dangerous quarterback in the league because he can throw such a good deep ball. He's very accurate on the short yardage passes and he has that mobility which they don't rely on but they use to great effect when they need it. So to then, as you say, Jess, to throw that franchise, that head coach and that team under the bus and kick, out, kick off and say that I want to leave, after you've won a Super Bowl, been to two with them, and been close on a number of occasions, it kind of seems like a real bitchy move for what I don't understand what you would it's get from any yeah. of those other teams except mm. for the 49ers. The 49ers are the one team that you could put a good quarterback yeah. in there you know, and you would you know think, what's... all right, they could yeah. be a real threat going into the playoffs. Well, you do wonder as well what other coaches are thinking looking at Russell Wilson treating Pete Carroll like that. Uh-huh. I think a lot um, of them probably say, Pete, you're doing to Pete what Pete did to USC and Reggie Bush, but you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Depends how long their memories are. But some of these some of these coaches were probably in yeah. high school when that happened. But um, yeah, I... I um, yeah, I mean, just to flip the reverse of that, though, like the... The offensive line has been continually bad for like five years, I guess. Like since they were really mm-hmm. good with Lynch, 
and they and they went to the Super Bowl with the Patriots. They had a good offensive line then. So that was 20... When was that? 2016? 2015? No, 2015 was Manning. Against the Pats, so 2016. Super Bowl 49. Yeah. No, 20, 2014 then. Yeah, 2014, okay. yeah. Yeah, so there's a while ago. That's a long time and, ago. Yeah, and he... Like, if, I'm sure the stats are like that he was the most like hit quarterback <laughs> for like basically every year since then he's just he's always running and having to show off his legs because he's constantly under pressure um so and this year you've kind of seen it again because when they can't get the running game going and then this year they've kind of relied on the pass like when teams have kind of figured that out, that they're just like going all out, bombs away, trying to get it down the field to lock it and Metcalf, they're just getting enough pressure on Wilson. They can't protect him. So I can see why he's frustrated because it feels like he's playing at his best football, but he's n- it doesn't feel like he's going to get to another Super Bowl with the Seahawks because they continually draft the wrong players. They bring in the wrong players in free agency. They he hasn't had a good offensive line you're getting hit like that for five six years consistently and you're playing your best football how much do you think he's i mean look at andrew this sort of statement to seattle behind closed doors because it feels like that's an excellent question grievances unnecessarily out in public in the public maybe it's a way to make a statement to encourage him to go out and get some offensive line and get some protection for him but I would be yeah. really interested to know how often Russell Wilson has like barged in. Well, that's the thing. Doesn't it feel like it's the last straw that that it's such a bold move to do this? Yes, um, it is. And to kind of that it feels like he's probably been having these conversations. <laughs> like he's like every year in the offseason, he's like Pete, you're gonna start out that offensive line, and he's like, yeah, I got this, I got this. Don't worry, don't worry. We're, we're gonna draft in the first round. He's like, sweet, right? Let's do it. And then they bring in some jabroni and he's out in a year and he has like five starts and, and Russell gets six sacks on that side of the line and then uh, and then they bring in another guy. Like, I don't know. It's tough. I bet, it's, I, I bet it has been going on for a long time. The other trouble and with Russell Wilson, though, is he does like to move around a lot in the pocket and he does like to extend plays. A bit like Big Ben's criticism that was levelled at him back in like the late 2000s and early 2010s was that he was getting sacked a lot and his offensive line was terrible. But it was also because he was trying to hold the ball for six, seven, eight seconds, trying to run around and trying to find something for the big play, which is what Russell Wilson does as well. So you also have to play in a way that's going to help your O-line not have to block for five, six seconds. Because they're not going to be able to do that. They just can't do yeah. it. Yeah, It's just not possible. So he also has to take a little look to himself on that one too. And going back to the idea of the offensive line not being very good or the team around him not being as good as it should be, it's because they paid him an un- obscene amount of money which means they haven't got the money to pay the rest of the players around him look at yourself first decide okay well I really want to make loads of money but if I'm like Tom Brady and win seven rings I'll get more money at the end of it as opposed to during my career so if I just take 10, 12, 15 off a year play for league average of quarterbacks I'll have this player and this player and this player and that's a much better team and will be much more successful yeah uh, I th- I think the re- the Wilson one for me is that's fair. I can at least understand the frustration of Watson because that is a team, as I say, that he's got nothing to work with. 
It's yeah. been an implosion, hasn't it? I mean, with Hopkins going, they've got rid of... Well, and everything with like Bill O'Brien well. just in the general, the way just... that whole situation built up and then crumbled yeah. apart in spectacular fashion. It, it's yeah. now screaming of an organisation with yeah. no organisation, whereas in Seattle, that still looks like a very functional front office. And, and the, the point about offensive linemen, I mean, this is why they're so highly valued at the moment and, and kind of have built-in value as well, particularly in free agency, over the last five, seven years or so. It's because great offensive linemen are really difficult to get your hands on. So for Seattle, they, you know, I haven't got the stats to my hand of how many times they've tried to bring in fresh, fresh faces on the offensive line. But I imagine they haven't done nothing to it and have been trying to find something that works. And it just, you know, it's hard to get it to click. That is one of probably the most difficult units to get to work correctly in the NFL because everybody has to work so in sync, but still has to be directed by the quarterback. And they need to be strong enough to deal with the likes of J.J. Watts and Miles Garrett and everything. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald and Nick Rosa and... And, this and is just in their division, by the faster way. Faster and faster and bigger and bigger. And offensive linemen have to catch up, even though their offensive lineman is still the most unfit-looking player, I think, on an NFL team. You know, it's still the guys who, some of them still got, like, big bellies and everything like that, whereas Dean linemen and D-tackles have just got thinner but bigger. You know just what I mean? specimens. They've, they've cut body fat and increased muscle yeah. and power. Explosive. Like Leonard Floyd is a good example of that. He looks not very big at all on the field, but he's like 260 pounds. Mm-hmm. And he's so quick as anything. I, I, I'm sure he got like six or eight sacks from Wilson I get this year as well. I get it's hard for three times. Russell, but I also don't have much sympathy because it's I have a lot of sympathy for the people that are trying to sort out that problem for him because it's a really difficult problem to sort out, as loads of franchises know. Yeah. But how long do you give for uh, an organization? You know, I mean, six, five, six years is a long time. I, know. I mean, an organization, you know, to with the same, same group of people. that still prioritized you quite well throughout their thinking. And I know there's the frustration of let Russell cook and yeah, everything. Yeah. And perhaps he feels that he doesn't get the opportunity to sling it around as much as he'd like to. But when you look at the Seattle Seahawks with Russell Wilson at quarterback, their best years have come when they've had an excellent running game. And then that's opened up Russell even more. Whereas this year, when they tried to throw it a lot more, again, problems with the offensive line, sure, but it isn't the be-all and end-all. Russell Wilson can't do it alone, yet they've still put him as a huge priority for their franchise. You know, he's the number one guy there by a mile. There's there's nobody else comes closer to him in Seattle. So I think you do show loyalty to a team that's paying you a load, prizing you above all others, and quite clearly still has the best idea to try and win a championship with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I I do agree. I'm playing Let's devil's play. advocate because it's more interesting. But I think if we we can we can broaden it out to not just the offensive line, but they they haven't had a good defense in three four years. Mm, maybe they longer. haven't like they've picked up some they've picked up. Well, I think they they had some pieces that were still around. Certainly, if we go back, but yeah, it was starting to come apart before then, I guess. Um, but. Yeah, certainly, certainly the last three or four years, you know, they've been rebuilding on defense. That hasn't worked. Like this year, yeah. I mean, they were just leaking points. Like they they only won yeah. games by scoring forty. Yeah. Um. So like, so they haven't. So they haven't. Not only have they not done well pulling an offensive line together. Yes, that's very hard. A lot of teams can't do that. But they haven't built a, the yeah. next great defense in Seattle. 
They haven't. Yes, they've got some skill position players and Lockett and Metcalf, but running back has been a disaster consistently, really, since like Lynch left. Like they've yeah, they've really, like Thomas like, Rawls and Christine Michael. So many guys. Um, even Chris Carson drafted to in point. the first round. Yeah. Like there's there's so many misses. So like I think you can yeah you can say okay the offensive line contained at that, but if you're Russell Wilson, you're looking at the whole team over and you know free agency and drafts. And you're like, well, I'm kind of propping up this whole thing. Like, would they have been to the playoffs in the last five years if it wasn't? No, definitely not. For that, Russell I mean, Wilson? that's that's a very fair case. I think they would um, have done. And certainly, if Russell Wilson was saying, "And we need to sort out that defense," because I'm getting frustrated of being the offense that has to carry it, and I'm the key of the offense that's getting roughed around, then yeah, I would understand that even more. the The frustration with what Russell Wilson has done is that you know he doesn't say that. He says, "I'm tired of being beaten up." By, uh, and not having a good enough offensive line and he's not addressing his frustration at necessarily mm-hmm. the whole of the franchise then I'd probably have a bit more sympathy in that he's just pointing out what you see yeah, it feels but now he's just throwing the players, guys that yeah. look, at the end of the day pr- yeah they're gonna have to play they're with gonna him gonna next be year <laughs> so. oh you got Aaron Donald's coming through I'll just let you just go through uh, there, Russ, you, you didn't have get us Rolexes yeah. oh sorry uh, sorry Russell I'm I I just missed. I'm all fingers oh, and thumbs today. You didn't get us Rolexes this year. Instead, you got us a load of negative headlines. So, uh, and here's yeah. a Unlucky concussion. Russ. <laughs> Enjoy that. And yeah, yeah. Oh man. So I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to shake out. I suspect that he's going to be there next year. But I think Russell Wilson know. will be there next year. I think Watson's going to end up there next year. It, 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 in Houston. I think Watson's there, but doesn't play. I think he pulls a levy on Bell. That'd be really sad. And they realise they can't they can't cope. It would be, but they they'll realise they can't cope with having that much money attributed to one player who's not playing. Even if they fine him, doesn't matter. The cap hit is just so astronomical. You just it completely completely neuters your team. Yeah, I I actually think they would be smart to to trade him now if they could get a haul of draft picks because yeah, the, you know the Bill O'Brien era is over now. They like, you know, they've got rid of all their talent. So, like, they're really <laughs> resetting. Yeah. So, like, you've got a disgruntled quarterback who doesn't want to be part of this next wave. You know, get two first rounds and a second or whatever it is that you, that is on the table and mm-hmm. just move on, you know. I, I think that they would be smart to just Yeah, because also you don't want to have a player that doesn't want to play for you. Because yes, of course. That, you're your best, you your say, most important Would you player. say that in Seattle he, as well? If he's well, not then? on your page, then how is it going to... Uh, to a point, I'd say that if you're someone who's that frustrated the organisation as Deshaun Watson is, and has clearly had the best parts of his team removed from him, he's, in, in my opinion, far more allowed to have that opinion and be unhappy to play and sit out, whereas Russell Wilson feels a little bit like throwing a bit of a tantrum mm. to me. However, think, again, if he doesn't want to be there, don't have a player that's going to be there that you're yeah. paying a ton of money to that doesn't want to be there. It's hard enough to get 53 people on that team and that roster to buy in to one goal. Yeah. You don't need the biggest apple of the tree to be like, I am doing that. What's this coach saying? That's going to poison yeah. the entire offense and the rest of the team. Doesn't it feel, though, that they're one conversation away, Pete Carroll and Russell oh, Wilson, yeah. from being like, okay, no, let's get this back on track and let's go. 
Like yeah. I feel like they could, you know, and Snyder, like they could all, they could sit down in a room and sort it out. And you, you wouldn't be surprised if in September you're kind of just like, oh, football's on again, and then you never kind of you don't think about it. Yeah. Um. You know, and and if especially if they you know start and they win the first three games or something, we're not thinking about Russell Wilson in the off season. But so I I think that one's going to go away. But the Deshaun Watson thing, I think that's got legs. I think because yeah. it makes sense that they would get rid of him. Whether it's like, like Seattle getting rid of Russell Wilson, it just seems completely Looney Tunes to me. Because it's this like, it'd be yeah. funny though. I don't, I don't, I don't I know don't if Russell it. Wilson's got a no trade clause in his contract. If he doesn't have a no trade clause in his contract, if I was John Snyder, I was like, okay, Russell. So we've agreed a trade for you. You go into the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I'll stay. I'll stay. I'll do anything you want. They're giving us four first round picks. And we're taking Miles Jack as well. And just any other... And James Robinson's coming too. Um, and DJ What we're going to do is swap. We're going to do a swap for For uh, their for best Watson players and also and put this. you in, in the... We're going to put you in amazing. Houston. That would be amazing. Oh, that'd be funny. That? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the thing is, you can do that. Because if he's got no, no trade... If he hasn't got a no trade clause, he goes wherever the team says he's got to go to. Whereas Deshaun Watson does. I, has I the power. Because he can yeah. say, no, no, no. That's not happening. I'm going here, here, or here. You make the calls, you make it happen. That's I think that'd it. be great. Deshaun Watson in Seattle would be kind of cool because he's twenty-five, so he's just yeah. But they'd probably be saying, he's just "What's the this younger, O-line yeah, doing?" He's the younger, faster Russell Wilson. You know, twenty-five years of age, he's getting into that five years of prime for a mobile quarterback. He's got the experience behind him of the league and being yeah. able to read defenses and do all that stuff. He's got a good arm. And he can move, and it'd be a perfect. Oh, that'd be fun! And then Russell's just down in Houston, like, "Hello, does anybody else wants to play?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you guys out of those me? eight teams, yeah. take out the Forty ers Where would you want to land? Remind me again. Uh, which we had the are? Jaguars, yeah, run through again, and then you've got the Jets, the Panthers, nope. the Dolphins, <laughs> the Broncos, the Bears, and the Washington. Panthers is a good spot. I'd go to the Panthers. Dolphins or the Bears. Yeah, I'd take the Dolphins. Panthers. Really? Panthers for me. So, yeah, why the... Because of the the jerseys. Because of um, uh, Rule, the new head coach, I think he was really good this year with limited Mm. weapons. Um, And they lost their best player in, like, week three or whenever McCaffrey got injured. They look like they're finding some pieces, and yeah, he looks like a really exciting coach. So I'd kind of go where the coach is, and they've got—I think from what I've seen—they've got the cap room and they've got the draft picks to, you know, to bring in more players. And it's a franchise that has been, you know, it's—they've got a new owner. It just—it feels exciting, like. There's a lot of like a lot of the ones you mentioned. I like hear the net, even just hearing the name. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I could just it, like getting flashbacks of like all the crazy shit those organizations have pulled over the last five years. With the Panthers, I feel like they're. I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing, you know, really well in the next couple mm. of years. I think as a QB, the Panthers would be like a fun them. place to go to. That's fair. You've got fun receivers to throw to. You've yeah. got Christian McCaffrey if he's healthy. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah, Dolphins defense though, just backing you up. You don't really have to do much. <laughs> Pressure's off. Dolphins would be fun, and like yeah, you know, Ziggy be, be, and Devontae Parker yeah, if he decides be, to play properly. Doesn't it feel like that Miami should have like since I've been watching football, the Dolphins have been obviously like 
you know, they've been in a horrible division with the Patriots and stuff, which doesn't help. But they've never been really interesting. No. Um, like a, so, like, it would be, you know, it'd be cool to see them, like, you know, fire. Like, you'd see the Dolphins, like, doing some, like, celebrating in the end zone, doing some wild shit. Like, some of the players are a bit, like, loose and, like, in the in the headlines. But, I don't know, it just feels like it should be, like... Miami's just like Back full of like, like a party and city heat again. and stuff yeah. and at the yeah 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 so I just find it odd that all fun. these quarterbacks are fun. saying I want to go to Miami it, and it does seem that a lot of people think that Miami could be a landing destination if either of these quarterbacks end up going and it kind of you know there was a lot of talk about Tua throughout the year before and after um, he kind of started and none of it I I just I I still just wasn't that impressed by Tua. Jazz, why are you why are you saying the moolah? Because the dinero, because no state no state taxes. No, but there. also, but I mean, I'm talking about why would it be so reasonable for Miami to think about moving on from Tua already? Do you think it's harsh on a young quarterback? Oh, okay, sorry, I just or, I was you know who had a lot there. of build up, didn't do horrendously, but I don't think he really did anything special at all as a rookie. Um, and they, you know, they took him at the number five spot. Like I probably think they were hoping for more than they got. But I also don't think they can be too annoyed yeah. with what they got, considering you know he's a rookie. But it seems like every they should let him sit behind. It Fitzpatrick just seems like everybody year. is quite willing to throw Tua out of Miami before he's even got going. Yeah, I guess the thing is with Tua, from what I saw, is that with some of these guys um, that come out highly drafted, you know, in the last, you know, five, ten years, if if you put them in there, yes, they make a lot of mistakes and, you know, the inception rate tends to go up and, you know, they get hit a lot more and their spatial awareness isn't there and stuff. But you tend to see flashes of, like, greatness, enough that kind of makes you think, like, oh, if we can fix these things... And and we can get them into the second year. We can protect them better, and they see the game better. It all slows down, etc. Then they can do amazing things. But I didn't see really the any best, flashes. The best moment like, from from Tua, mm-hmm. where it was like this guy's going to be Tua exciting. Starting you know? was when Fitzmagic came I back in and threw a rainbow down the sideline while getting face masked. <laughs> like that was that was the most exciting oh, yeah. play yeah, yeah. of yeah. Tua's <laughs> starting games was when Fitzmagic came back in. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the point I made before about Tua is that in college he threw to Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Devonta Smith, and Jalen Waddle, who two of them have already gone in the first round. One just won the Heisman Trophy, and the other one's probably going in the first round because he's got like four two speed, like Henry Ruggs does. So if you're playing with that kind of athlete and player in college, of course they're going to be open with five yard separation on most plays. And going to be really easy for you to figure and, out where to throw it to. So mm-hmm. that's why I think uh, Mac Jones, is it Mac yeah. Jones, Mac Jones, isn't it? He's looked so good this year because, well, he's got Devonta Smith winning the Heisman. He's got Jalen Waddle on the other side. I'm sure we'll learn in the next couple of years the other guys he's thrown to too. And who pretty, was it who said that they good. would take Mac Jones over Tua after playing with both of them at Bama? I can't remember which receiver said it, but he was like, "Yeah, I'd take Mac Jones." So it's kind of interesting that, yeah. I can't oh, really? remember who that was off the top yeah. of my head. But they wouldn't take Jalen Hurts because he's the one that lost the job to Tua. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't it feel like um, Tua, if if he was polished up a bit, though, would be a good um, 
uh, Belichick kind of strong and stable. Where like because he his intermediary, yeah, his intermediary throws are so like his intermediary throws are so good, and that's what he was good at this year was you know getting those short throws in. But he he never aired it out. He didn't take risks. Like I don't know if it was a kind of if you had a very controlled offense where you really wanted like to keep your like you're caught back in check and not make them do a lot. Yeah. Maybe he would be a good QB for you. So I could see him fitting with a certain type yeah, of coach. Um, but do they have but much offensive talent though? That's the other thing too with this is you have to look at the rookies that come out and do they have decent weapons around them? I don't them? know. If you don't, but if you don't have that, then again, I just think like going back, I'm just like, if, if you don't have a strong arm in this league and you can't throw a deep ball, like what are you doing? Like this is, this the league is going away from like you need to be able to throw some mm. touchdowns like you can't defenses have not caught up and I can't see that they're going to suddenly like catch up next year. It's still going to be like you need to score thirty points a game if you're going to go to the playoffs. So like I don't know, is yeah. two of that guy? It doesn't look like it might be. His arm's supposed to be very strong, but I, I just again I just I'm not sure if Devontae Park is a good enough player. I can't even tell you who the Mike number Gizicki. two receiver is in He's the Miami. Best. Best receiver, in yeah, Miami. okay, yeah, because Zicky's a very good tight end, but I mean, in terms of that's your second oh, yeah, yeah, receiver, okay. not the tight end. And then the yeah, running they... game's been a bit crap. With I thought Matt Brady was going to do much more than he did. You saying didn't former Eagle deal. Matt yeah, Collins didn't impress? Uh, Miles Gaskin. Same. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I mean, Miles Gaskin looked pretty good, but not well beaten. So, if you gave them more skill position talent. Perhaps he looks like his what he was billed to be coming yeah, out. Yeah, Miami could be an interesting yeah, one to watch. Maybe and I it, guess the, and the, the pick they've got. Yeah, the pick they've got. Yeah. They could pick if Jamar Chase falls to them. They could pick Devonta Smith. They could pick Kyle Pitts. There's quite a few they could pick that could open up another offensive weapon for Tua and maybe if invigorate they could, the yeah. offense. I guess I guess they they either make a move for a veteran like Watson and like two as part of the mix. You know, yeah. in terms of like see ya. that deal, yeah. Or or they stick with Tua, and I can't see them drafting another QB straight. That seems like you know that's you really that's Josh to... Rosen mm-hmm. and Kyler Murray territory. That's what that is. Yeah, like you've really fucked up there. Yeah, like you should have known. You know, you need to give it a bit of time to breathe. But if he was thrown in, and suddenly you get to Sean Watson, then it's kind of like well, fair enough. Last uh, last thing. Yeah. Because we do need to get just a little thought on the re-signing of Ben Roethlisberger that happened just yeah. what, an hour before we started recording. I haven't seen anybody yet. <laughs> yeah, we've got details. Of the no, I've not yet. seen. I've got details. Of the contracts come out yet. He took a five million, five million dollar haircut. So I don't know what he was getting paid before. Sorry, um, did you say five million dollar haircut or pay? Yeah, I'm sure said. you said haircut. And I was because I was like, he took a five million dollar yeah, haircut. They, they call it so. A <laughs> On the on the around it's the still, NFL, uh, they say haircut. He's still so, getting paid. Uh, I'm not just uh, misspeaking. Here you go. The new deal lowers his cap Take number a haircut. by utilizing a signing bonus and minimum base salary in voidable years. Big Ben took out by taking a five million pay cut that lowers his salary from 19 million to 14 million this year and takes eight 15 million off the cap hit straight away. So, Ben Roethlisberger is he? Um... You know, is he still the guy in uh, in Pittsburgh that you think is going to take you to the promised land? Is he? I shall unleash my fury Roy upon Robson you like the crashing of a thousand waves. Is he the golden god? 
<laughs> well, who the hell else are you going to have? That's the question. You're not going to have Dwayne Haskins. You're not going to have Mason Rudolph. You're probably not going to be in a position to draft one of the better rookie QBs. If they have a shot at one of them, I think they take the they pull the trigger and see what they can find. Um, they're not in for Wilson. They're not in for Watson. They were never in for Stafford. Who else do you get? Who else is out there? Sam Donald. I don't know if you just saw it. You'd have to re you'd have to rewind the video. But I literally <laughs> shivered when you said uh, Mason Rudolph. It was. <laughs> It is a little cold in this house right now, so it was. It's not directly linked to that, but I feel like a chill went down don't my spine because I don't want to watch that guy play football again. No, no so. one does, and that's the thing. So, from my point of view, I think it's a smart no move to bring him back at a lower deal and less money and make it kind of work more financially. The trouble yeah, we're going to have though it, is it kind that, of makes sense yeah, to me. But, but the O line is going to be different next year. We've lost Pouncey, Villanueva's gone, um, another couple of are out so De Castro and Dotson will probably be starting I'm not sure who the rest of the position players are going to be at this point so that's an issue however he's the best player we'll have at that position and he'll be the best one we could get hold of aside from going and trading for a Watson or a Wilson which we're never going to do like I said so maybe if they maybe gone for Darnold but I think the Jets are asking for a mm. bit too much for Darnold so if they got him great have one year behind Big Ben learn the offense take a run with it afterwards or be the insurance policy but then they wouldn't have signed Dwayne Haskins so yeah it's to tough. support what you're saying Jazz as well I I mean this might be a larger conversation we have to say for another podcast but I might be throwing a grenade in at the end here but I don't think Big Ben was that much of your problem last year like I think it was much more like the running game the, the defense drops. towards the end of the season really let you down. The injuries were an issue. The drops, injuries, defense like, were an issue. Drops I don't were know an issue. if big. I don't know if Big Ben like if things had if things had floated differently and the rest of the team hadn't had the problems and you'd had a running game that he could have leaned on and stuff. I could have seen Big Ben with like, you know, going deep into the playoffs. I think he was playing okay, and he was still putting up numbers. Yeah. I don't think that he was the biggest problem. I think people are being too down on him because of his age. And kind of people don't seem to ever like Big Ben. Nobody warms to him because of some <laughs> stuff in his past. And so, like, <laughs> I think... Don't you think that that's a factor? Like, people absolutely. are really out yeah, on him. But, but, like... That's not any quarterback, though, isn't it? I don't know. Like Any any team that doesn't win... Oh, what's the quarterback doing? It's like yeah, the, 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 it's the, the Chief Super Bowl It's loss. a very easy They're saying, oh, Mahomes say, choked. No, Mahomes didn't choke. Mahomes played probably one of the best games of his life. It just so happens his receivers forgot how to catch. And, it, and it, that's an issue. And his offensive lineman couldn't block anyone. So he was running around for his life back there. And still, yeah. half in midair, throws that wonderful throw up the up towards Daryl Williams, but he can't catch it because it's him in the helmet because for some reason he can't put his hands in front of his face. Um, but going back to the Big Ben thing, one thing I have read today was that he wanted to play all the snaps under shotgun rather than under center. So being there, it takes away play-action passing by quite a lot of the, the and it also makes the running game more difficult to run from a shotgun position. If you're under centre more, you can play more of a power running game than having yeah. to go from shotgun and have a, a greater kind of bring up back to the offensive line. And if the line isn't blocking brilliantly, that is an issue. So you have to point some of the fingers there if that is a problem. Yeah, Obviously, I'm you not do, the team you do need that, some. But... You do need some better running backs, though. I mean, just it's like... It's blocking as well, though. I mean, if you have better blocking and you have a scheme that works from a blocking point of view... 
The backs I mean, James Connor make a move. Like I didn't see that guy make a move. But he didn't have any holes. Year. Didn't have any holes. I mean, if you look at the the Mike Shanahan way of running the ball, he can take uh, Terrell Davis, make him a Hall of Fame running back. Then Clinton Porters comes in, runs for thousands of yards. Now you've got with Kyle, you've got Raheem. Yeah, Oster, I know. But you're got... you're you're referencing like the best coach in. Like no, that's what I'm saying. If you have a blocking the running scheme, game, but you don't have to be Carl Shanahan to just have a, a reasonable running game. I'm not saying you not do, like but it's just, the worst in the league. But it's looking at like, that sort of thing. If you have a coaching system that works and gets the best out of the players you have, your running back is unfortunately a little bit interchangeable as long as they have enough speed to to get into the hole, a little bit of maneuverability and a little bit of agility to make a man miss at the end. If they can do that, that's all you really need. Of course, I'm sure Shane Vereen would say that's absolute nonsense. It's a far more difficult position to play than just that. Um, but I think that it also comes back to coaching on that too. So I do agree with you. So entirely. what you're saying is you, you like James Connor and you think he should stay and he's I don't great think he should back. stay. I think that he has had a good chance and a good crack at the whip and he hasn't done enough if I'm honest. But I don't think okay. any of our running backs did enough last year. And yeah. improving the running game would be a big thing if we could get people back from on defence. Losing Devin Bush was a massive thing for us. He was the, the heartbeat Really, you should go and get Chris uh, Chris Carson in free agency. I like that guy. I don't think we'll get the running back in free agency somehow. I take Aaron Jones, but I think they're mm. going to want too much money. I reckon we'll draft one. But you're a front, you're a front office that can really, draft well, really high up. So, so that yeah, that usually, helps. Yeah. yeah, I trust yeah. you. I think the Falcons all have to go and get Chris uh, Carson because we're the thing, not drafting as well as you guys. I mean, if you want a receiver, go and speak to Kevin Colbert. He'll tell you the all thing the with to get. Uh, Big Ben just finally is the the attitude because for the last three years there's been around about this time of year and going through the off season rumors of whether he wants to be there or not and i think and i think there have been times where it has looked like he's looked exasperated just with football in general at times so that's that's another reason why i could understand steelers fans perhaps thinking great it's good that we're getting him at a cut price now that's fine but maybe we would like to start looking ahead to a future because that future is not too distant away this this very easily is the last yeah. year in some yeah. ways it could I be seen for yeah and maybe that's the reason why they signed Dwayne Haskins thinking well he's a first round QB he's got great arm talent if we can just coach him and make him understand how to be it's a that pro, sort of attitude not take selfies on the sideline not go to strippers while mm-hmm. it's in the middle of COVID that sort of stuff then maybe they're real tough things chance. for somebody to learn those but things. I feel like that as I'm sure Saints fans feel about Jameis Winston being there <laughs> real <laughs> real tough things for a, for a quarterback to learn that sort of stuff but Decisions like that, Jazz, yeah. when you put it like that, make me suddenly doubt that the Steelers' front office is any good at anything. If <laughs> they're bringing Dwayne Haskins to <laughs> take over from Big Ben, yeah, I'm not buying it. Well, I, I probably be a Hall of Famer. When now. Haskins was let go, I was very much of a case of I didn't think he deserved another shot because of how monumentally he screwed it up. Um, I think Dave was pretty high up on the fact that he's a first-round QB with a great arm, so he's probably. Well, I just I just said that he would get another job straight away, yeah. which he did. He, he did. That's he all I'm saying. Um, I mean, he he'll probably he'll probably be on like you're not going to like the results five Miss. years now and then That's go out. Dwayne Haskins. It's not going <laughs> to end well. But you never know. There is there's a, people can turn around worse careers and do more stupid things and come back round from it. So there's always a chance, but. 
Um, I'm hopeful that if that is the case and Haskins is seen as the potential long-term replacement, they get a whole year to look at him. Jazz, yeah, I don't know you're... why you're going down this I've route. I've got to find something the, here, the, Dave. I've got to find something here, man. You've got the positivity. Man. No, no. Because I thought your Big Ben yeah. analysis was actually really good, and it feels like you jazz coin massively is like dropping again at the end. Well, yeah, I think I think you were kind of steadily on the rise. I think you're making some good points on this. You're getting way too probably, out of your depth. You know, looking looking into the future after this year, after you've just got Big Ben to reduce his contract for next year, which basically gives you next year is now really exciting Haskins? for the Steelers in like an all or nothing sort of year. And you're already talking about well, maybe Dwayne Haskins in two years' time can be the. You're guy. talking about ha- you're talking about the Haskins era, like the guy is I mean, like a bubble he, guy. He might even about he might even get cut era. before the season. He might starts. do. That's fine because you've had a chance. So to look why at are you talking about the Dwayne Haskins era? Because it's just era. It's like, possible, isn't future. it? It's a possibility that he has a chance to sit behind well, Big Ben. Yeah, mathematically, it's possible. Um, yeah, that's all but... I need, Dave. I just need a chance. Oh, that's what I'm living on right now. A so chance. You're saying there's a chance. That was weird. That was like the Steelers' season. You were going. I'm not sure you were going like 12 and 0, but you were doing very well and on this podcast. And then the you were like, "Center snap goes over the head." <laughs> Dwayne has touched down. Going to be the, the solution. Big thanks for listening to the podcast once again this week. Big thanks to Jazz and Dave, as always, for joining us. Remember, you can follow all of us on social media. You can follow myself, Ollie Wilson, at O underscore J underscore Wilson on Twitter and Instagram. That's O underscore J underscore Wilson. You can follow Jazz Gillum at at Jazz Gillum on both Twitter and Instagram. That's at Jazz Gillum. And you can follow David Blucker at David Bluck one on Twitter and at David Bluck on Instagram because he just has to be different, doesn't he? Remember to like subscribe and follow our podcast on spotify apple podcasts google podcasts all other good podcasting outlets get on to anchor.fm our host as well leave us a comment write a review five stars if you really want to be nice and remember to follow us on social media as well through twitter and instagram at return the picks that's at return the picks until next time take care of yourselves and we'll be back with more free agency discussion in a week or so